Hey, what's up? This is Frank. Welcome to the first ever episode one of Frankly Speaking Podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Frankly Speaking Podcast. And today we're going to just have a nice, smooth conversation about what's going on and what a year 2020 has been and see where that takes us tonight. You know, uh, this is the first episode, so we won't be too long tonight and we won't dive into too too many different uh, topics, but mainly the topic that we'll be talking about is how 2020 has been going thus far. And I just start with myself and we'll, we'll go from there. 2020 has been quite the year for me. And it is the catalyst to what finally got me to sit in front of this mic and you to hear my voice via podcast. And uh, it's been an emotional year so far, five months in, and it's been an emotional roller coaster. I've been doing a lot of emotional work on myself, you know, and because I realized that, you know, 2020 being a year of revelation and truth coming to light you see a lot of people that are in limelights you know whatever they were doing behind closed doors is coming to the front and bear it out for all to see you know and a lot of these things have been a long time coming you know you 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 know we got friends and families who's you know True colors have been shown. We have, you know, celebrities and governments and, you know, companies and corporations who have been trying to sweep things under the rug. And it's just been blasted out into the open and and for people to see and witness and to bear witness to the truth of what's really going on. And the same for me, you know, I'm I'm no different. You're no different. And we're all going to be on that ebb and flow of, you know, the law of rhythm, ups and downs. And for me, this year has been quite the up and down. There's been a lot of emotional work being done. And the reason why that was or is being done is because I'm a firm believer of finding one's purpose. But in order to do that, you must be in tune with your emotions and Emotional intelligence is the key to finding that purpose. And um, it's really straightforward, especially as a man in a society where right now a lot of the quote unquote toxic traits, as they you know like to call it on social media and, and uh, news media, are being thrown out in in front for everyone to see right now and it's been like that for some time but uh, especially last year and especially in the first half of 2020 as well and not to say that those things aren't true because a lot of those traits you know men have shown and there's also been some you know toxic femininity traits at the same token however 
those people that are taking those taking the time to finally say, you know what, I'm going to put the work in and it always going to start with the emotional piece. And for me, I realized that when I got to a point earlier this year when I was like, you know what, I, I feel like I'm stagnant. I'm not moving anywhere. And I need to get to the next level of self. And I realized, I said, you know what? It has to be this emotional piece because nothing else was making sense. You know, I, you know, homeowner now, got, you know, I thought that would have been the next level. It's not, uh, it's still just a material thing, you know, and I, it, it's just one of those things where I started looking around, whether on social media, you know, in alternative news, um, in my friends and family's lives. And I realized, I said, you know what, I'm going to have to utilize this energy that is happening right now of revelation and truth coming to the light and things being revealed to focus that energy on myself, to be, to better myself, to be a greater man and a, and a superior man. And so one of the things that happened for me was I came across the book, The Way of the Superior Man, which is a phenomenal book. If you haven't read it, um, it's an excellent, excellent book for men. Uh, women can also read it as well. You'll get a lot of insight. But and I read this book and there were some points in there that really struck home for me and majority of the the book is about letting men know that in order to find your purpose you have to be in tune with your emotions thus the the emotional intelligence to be more exact and really pushing love out into the world is how you're going to do that and it, and it seems as right now that 2020 has just been the, you know, the story of the haves and have nots when it comes to care and love. And it's just, it's like, either you got it or you don't. It seems like there's no in between right now. And I think it's starting to weed out those of us that, um, I don't know, those of us that aren't supposed to be around each other, I guess, you know, like you, you really start to see your friends and family's viewpoints on things and it causes a little, a little bit of a rift sometimes, you know, you start to think that, you know, especially if you have uh, like a crush or something <laughs> and you see that, you know, you start to follow them on social media and you see that like, oh, that's what you think about that? Like, really? And it's like, uh, maybe I don't have a crush on you. Maybe I should have just left you at a distance. And that's another thing that I'm learning, you know, as I grow and as a person and as a man is some things are just to be left at a distance. You know, some things are just meant to be admired at a distance. But I feel like... <laughs> That's how we should feel about 2022. Just just leave 2020 right where it is 
and just admire it at a distance. Like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. But you know, I hope all I hope all of you are uh, doing well with this quarantine and doing the best you can. And I noticed a lot of people when I go because I've been doing projects around the house for a couple months now. You know, especially when the, the quarantine hit. And I noticed a lot of other people are also doing uh, <clears throat> projects around their home. And I stopped. And one day I thought about it. I said, you know what? What if the absence of sports, right, is one of the catalysts to people finally looking around and looking at their living situation or lives or personalities etc etc and saying you know what let me focus on this now let me finally do that project you know my wife been asking me to do or let me finally you know hang that picture or paint that picture that I've been wanting to do all this time but I didn't have time because I was always working or I was always at work and now that I'm working from home on my break I can chip away at that project you see and <clears throat> I noticed a lot more of the camaraderie when I'm out running because I run pretty much, you know, at least every day or if not every day, every other day. And when I'm running, people are so much nicer now. People are fine. They actually, you know, seem to enjoy other people's company, seeing another human being. And it's a fantastic feeling to see someone and genuinely know that they actually glad to see you, even though they don't know, know you from, you know, as they say, a can of paint. But they're actually happy to see you as you walk past them or you run past them and say, hey, how are you? Hi, you know, and especially the camaraderie between people who are also working out or running or biking, especially with them. Because they seem to, it's like, hey, hey, what's up? Or a head nod. And usually before all this happened, you probably wouldn't get that. I haven't noticed it. And, I, and I'm a pretty avid runner. And, you know, people just run past you and keep on moving. But now they, you know, they trying to make a little head gesture to make sure they acknowledge your presence. And I think that's one of the beautiful silver linings here. With all of this, for example, another silver lining is uh, if you've been paying attention to any of the environmental news outside of mainstream media, because I'm going to tell you now, I don't I don't deal with mainstream media and you'll see that the ozone layer apparently has closed up as there was a hole there. And now it's apparently, according to one of the articles I read earlier, uh, it closed up. So if you're interested in that type of thing, just type in ozone layer closed up into Google and uh, you'll find, I'm sure, a few uh, alternative media outlets or maybe even a mainstream media outlet might have picked that up. But it goes to show that sometimes being still is the answer for that we seek you know because what you seek also seeks you and what if like i said you know everything being still is that thing that we needed as a 
global community to finally say, hey, we need to look at some things differently, you know, and it's not the government's job or the local government's job to tell you what to do, how to stay in the house, how to live your life. But it's our job as individuals to say, wait a minute, take this time here and really focus on how we've actually been doing things, how we've been allowing these people to do things for us. And hopefully what I'm hoping is going to happen is when outside opens back up, I really do hope that there is uh, some sweeping changes in people's ability to speak up for themselves and show that they do have interests other than what's being pushed by their, you know, mayor, governor, senator, president, all of those things. Like we actually say, you know what, we don't like this. And we and now that we've had a chance to sit still in our homes for going on three months now, in some cases, some areas, four or five months, we don't like the way things are being handled and we want to change it. As a people, we want to change it. We don't want to do this, these things that you're pushing, these policies anymore. We'll see how that goes. You know, it's, it's, it's just so many different things going on in 2020, you know. So you got, you know, policies being made behind our backs while we're sleeping or while we're worried about wearing a mask. You know, they're passing all kind of new laws into into place or putting new mandates or, you know, giving the police department new toys and as far as technology goes to, you know, watch what we're doing to make sure we're six feet away from each other. If you're living in states like New Jersey and Pennsylvania, then and or Maryland too. Maryland too, they they are implementing drone systems that, you know, will pretty much float around, fly around, and wherever there are people walking, it will notify the you know, the people that they're not six six feet apart. And uh, one of the news stories that I saw in in brief was uh, a news story from uh, New Jersey, actually. And they were showing how the the drones were donated from a company in China and that uh, the drones were there to give the police a bird's eye view of what's going on where they won't be able to get patrol cars. And it, I'm like, well... Okay, and then it showed uh, what the drone actually, the drone footage actually looks like, and it has, uh, you know, infrared and all those things, all those different uh, ocular views, and it showed that, you know, if people were standing next to each other, both of those people would be highlighted red, and, you know, the drone would sweep down, you know, close to them with, you know, then the a little voice would come out, pretty loud voice, and say, oh, you're not six feet apart, blah, 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 please move apart, those type of things. So, you know, it's just a time to be very mindful and aware of what's happening while we're forced to voluntarily stay in the house right now because it's not a, um, we're not under 
a martial law type situation. So us being in the house is completely voluntary. Now, if they might mandate you to wear a mask, then you you know, to go in the store, then unless the store, you know, kind of uh, enforces that, then you, I mean, how can they enforce something like that? They mandate you to wear a mask, but um, then there's no way they can enforce that. So they're hoping that, you know, the stores not letting people in, making you stand in line without a mask type thing is going to work out for them. And it may. However, um, I don't know if it's a, a long-term plan. Eventually, they're, they're going to have to lift that. And that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for outside to open back up. You know, it, it's, I'm ready to go to the beach. I'm ready to go on my trips. You know, me and, the, me and some of the fellas has a, had a trip plan, but as it looks right now, our flight got canceled, so we have to uh, find alternate means of entertainment away from home, I guess you could say. So, and it, it, I'm just really grateful to finally be here and okay so story time right <clears throat> I've been talking about <clears throat> finally making a podcast for many years many many years and now that it's finally here and I'm <laughs> talking to you all it's 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 mind-blowing and one thing i, I want to say is when you make a decision to do something all the potentiality in that something or whatever you decide to do because in that moment you now know exactly what it is you want to do and exactly what it is you need to do to make that happen and although, you know, you can make so many excuses to put off that decision that you made. And it just reminds me of a a passage of, you know, trying to postpone things and not getting things done when you've made that decision. And the passage from, I think it's the first chapter in the book from the way of the superior man that I mentioned earlier. It says, uh. Quote, most postponements are excuses for a lack of creative discipline. Limited money and family obligations never stopped a man who really wanted to do something, although they provide excuses for a man who is not really up to the creative challenge in the first place. So, as I said earlier, I was using my family as an excuse and it just, you know, my little one and oh I gotta work I gotta do these things and at the time I wasn't ready so timing is everything and with timing it's not so much the actual keeping of time itself which I'm sure you all know it's more so the level of emotional maturity or emotional intelligence that one has to be able to discern that, hey, I need to be more disciplined with my creativity and I need to do this regardless of 
you know, if I have the means, so what if I don't have a lot of money? So what if I have other obligations? Those obligations are not going to change. Our financial situation isn't going to change overnight. So why is it stopping me from doing what I want to do? And, uh, you know, when it got to the point where the people I would come across would be just having a nice, deep conversation and the idea of a podcast would come up either from myself or even from them, even unprovoked. So a lot of people that I've came across who are good friends now automatically saw that. And it was like, you know, via our conversations and the nature of the conversation and what were the topics we were talking about. They said, man, you need to make a podcast. And so, you know. To all those friends and families that said that to me and kept asking me, what are you going to do with the podcast? Where's the podcast? Well, you know, what's going on? It's finally here. You know, we we made it. We made it. Even though this is only episode one, um, I'm going. this is going to be the end of episode one. And I, I really appreciate all of you that tuned in. In the next coming podcast, I have some different topics that we're going to really delve into and really see if we can open some minds and get the, get the blood flowing. So I appreciate you listening to the first ever, frankly speaking podcast episode one. And don't forget, I'm your host, Frank, a short black man in America, AKA a single house husband. And I'll catch you on episode two. Thank you for tuning in to episode one. Please tell your friends and family about that podcast. Like and subscribe where you found it. SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram. Stay safe, everyone. Until next time.